From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani? That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Time and time and time again, the Israelites felt forsaken, felt abandoned by God. When they were enslaved by the Egyptians, which we learn about in the book of Exodus, the Egyptians became ruthless in imposing tasks on the Israelites and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in every kind of field labor. The Israelites groaned under their slavery and cried out. They felt abandoned by God when they were starving in the wilderness. If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. They felt abandoned by God when they were outnumbered in the promised land. All the congregation raised a loud cry and the people wept that night. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall? by the sword. And they felt abandoned by God when they were taken from their homeland and exiled in Babylon. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and there we wept when we remembered Zion. Here we gather today at the foot of the cross, present to Christ hanging on the cross, present to Christ in ultimate exile from the disciples, from God. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yet what the Israelites learned in exile is that never are they closer to God than in adversity. They learned in exile that God does not reside exclusively in the temple. God is with us everywhere and always. God says to the exiles through the prophet Jeremiah, I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. Through prayer and reflection, the Israelites came to know God in exile in a powerful, all-consuming way. Never did they feel closer to God than in exile. If we are willing to wander into exile, if we are willing to abandon the worldly cares that monopolize our lives and deplete our souls, and then open our heart to Jesus exiled on the cross, we will be consumed by God's pure love. The power of the crucifixion comes through the unexpected. Remember back to Christmas, to Jesus' birth, 
The angel Gabriel appears to the shepherds. Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And then suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praying, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. The Messiah's birth is the most wonderful news. No one is expecting Jesus' life to turn tragic. When Jesus is about 30 years old, John baptizes him in the River Jordan. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was open and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. In the awe, no one would imagine the dark side of this wondrous moment. And just days before the crucifixion, the disciples are praising God. As Jesus was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. They are praising God. They do not foresee what is coming next. Jesus' crucifixion was unexpected, shockingly unexpected. And therein lies the power of the cross. If we knew, standing at the base of the cross that day, that Christ would rise again, would come back to live with us and show us the gift of eternal life, we may have grimaced at the cruelty but our hearts would not have broken open. Our hearts would not have broken open to the love on the cross. The power is in the unknowing. And so today we stand at the base of the cross, not knowing tomorrow or the next day. We stand at the base of the cross loving the sacred heart laid bare. In his book, Hanging by a Thread, Reverend Dr. Sam Wells writes about Good Friday. This is the day when the highest political authority washed its hands. The exalted religious leaders connived and manipulated. The common people turned accusers and haters. The circle of close friends fled. The right-hand man betrayed. The self-styled best friend forever denied. This is as awful as it gets for faith, government, friendship, loyalty, love. The cross shows us how deeply re we resist God being with us, 
yet how willing God is at any cost to be with us regardless. Hanging on the cross, Jesus turns to scripture for comfort, turns to words held dear through years of worship, words known all, well, all too well to all of us. Psalm 22, verse 1, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In his agony, Jesus cries out the same words felt by the Israelites abandoned in the wilderness. Perhaps the very scripture the Israelites turned to while in exile in Babylon. Jesus cries out the words that we have all felt in our hearts at one time or another. We have lost loved ones, faced serious illness, felt isolated, lost hope. What was it for you? Even in his agony, Jesus is uniting his heart with our broken heart, with our known feeling of abandonment. Why, he cries out, I loved your people. I healed the sick. I fed the hungry. I liberated the outcasts. I had compassion for their ignorance and showed them the way of life. Why, he cries out, I loved them. I am loving them even now. Wandering into the exile, standing at the foot of the cross, uniting our hearts with the sacred heart laid bare, being consumed by pure love. Why, we cry out.